Okay, welcome to a bonus episode of Call to the Far Shore. I'm glad you guys could be here. We set up this bonus episodes where we could kind of fit some of the stuff in that we can't talk about in our main episode without our main episodes going to two hours in length. Uh, (laughs) And we particularly want these bonus episodes to focus on uh, the work of uh, Revive and kind of what's happening um, with Revive right now. So, uh, Andy, in our first episode, we talked about the work of Revive. One of the things that we we didn't really mention and we didn't talk about is that in the past year, you actually have a, a new house that's part of Revive. So right. we have uh, the main house, uh, which we talked about, which has been taking girls. Eight, uh, what's the youngest girl um, that's come to uh, the Revive house? Well, the first house, I think the youngest girl that arrived there was five five okay yeah and then and then basically um and you can stop me if i'm stealing the story here um but basically there wasn't a a a home or a house for uh for babies for infants um so maybe tell us about a little bit about that process and about the new home that's opened Mm. the new house sorry that's opened and kind of its kind of vision and aim right yeah so we, we had the first house um uh for quite a few years um but ever since we opened, we kind of were already thinking about, you know, what's next. And, and you know, we'd had to, we had to um, define a very strict profile for the first house. And so we could only accept girls from the age of five to 15. Uh, we always wanted to try and work with babies. But, um, you know, if you're working with babies up until 18 years old, it was, you know, logistically, you know, it wouldn't have worked. And... Anyway, so for, for, for many reasons, we, we, we decided not to for the first house. And so we always wanted to. And there was a house next door to, to Revive that we always joked, you know, oh, wouldn't that be amazing if we could, if we could uh, buy that house and, and that could be the, um, the second Revive home. And then there was quite an interesting story that perhaps we can save for another bonus episode of the pod and talk about finances and miracles and, and things like that. So I'll save that one for, for, for then. Um, but thankfully, in 2017, um, we suddenly had this very generous financial gift, um, which suddenly enabled that dream of a second house to become a reality and even more. Um, and so when we got uh, this gift, we we ended up, we managed to buy that house that we always wanted to have for the second home. And we did it up completely. Um, and so we, the, we, we, added, we added a second floor uh, to the house um, because we knew that Revive was going to need some more admin space uh, for the growing ministries. Um, and that the downstairs floor uh, that would be the new the new the new um, home for the kids and so that home is now is now open and this home is for boys and girls uh, from the from newborns uh, up until seven years old and so we can have newborn babies who are not usually um, they're not usually um, abused uh, but they are either abandoned by their families or given up for adoption because um, the mum is an unwanted pregnancy. So we've had we've had two babies already at the at the revive home, um, and that was amazing. When they first came, um, it was 
it was great to see that kind of dream coming true and, and the staff looking after these babies and and just for a very short time because babies are either very quickly adopted or the family has a certain, they have 30 days to kind of go back on their decision to give the, the baby up for adoption. But it was just a real privilege just for those first few days of a baby's life to 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 love them, to pray over them, to dedicate their life to uh, to um, to the Lord, and so that was really, really, that was really, really good. And then we can also have uh, boys, but the boys have to be brothers of a girl at Revive, um, and we haven't had any boys yet. And at the moment, there's only one girl in the new house, a four-year-old girl who we talked about in in one of the other other parts. Yeah, I think episode two, yeah, and mm. and. There was actually a question, and and I thought it was a good question, and it kind of leads on to talking about some of the future stuff for Revive as well. So, um, so the story for those of you who haven't had the opportunity to listen to uh, episode two of the Far Shore um, was that this four-year-old girl was adopted as a baby, and she has been kind of returned by her adoptive parents. So I think it was a story. A uh, really sad and distressing story uh, for many people. And I think it's worth remembering, we, we did talk about this in our first episode, that unfortunately, a, a lot of the stories that we share don't always have fairy tale endings. They don't have the mm. Hollywood endings, um, which which people want them to. But what Revive tries to do is we try to deal with the real mess of life. We try and build, bring restoration uh, and revival into the the messiness of the messiness of sin, basically. So, so someone was asking kind of about kind of the foster and adopt process in, in Brazil. And they were asking specifically about, you know, training for adoptive parents. And it's funny that this question was asked because uh, one of the future things Revive is trying to do is to try and launch a um, foster and adopt program. And there is a good reason for that, Andy. Would you like to explain? Mm. Yeah, well, thank, I think it was Diane who, who emailed in that question. So thanks, Diane, for that question. Yeah, really good. Um, there are, yes, some adoption preparation programs, which theoretically you're supposed to do if you're going to go on the adoption list. Um, but in practice, they are not very good at all. It's kind of like half a day kind of come along to the courts and we will talk to you about legislation basically about what the adoption law says rather than you know we are going to take you through a few months course of actually preparing you and equipping you as parents to be to be parents of a a new child and and for those of us who who work with vulnerable children or who foster or who adopt we're dealing with traumatized kids and trauma can 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 express itself in in lots of different ways, um, and if you're not prepared for that, and you know that it's trauma, and you know how to deal with that, um, you're going to be in for a very rough ride because uh, any kind of adoption, uh, it's not a fairy tale fantasy. Uh, you know, um, it's it's pretty messy, like like James has said. So there are these um, uh, these courses, uh, but they're very very weak. And so something that Revive would like to do eventually is to is to help um, uh, prepare potential foster foster parents or adoptive parents uh, to actually adopt and to and, and, and to foster. 
just to give you guys an idea, there is a um, another kind of nonprofit in Brazil which who uh, who run um, uh, adoption support groups uh, for parents who have adopted or who would like to adopt. So a really cool thing, you know, to get together to support one another. Um, I think to be a, to be an adopted parent, those kinds of groups should be compulsory. You should be a part of those groups, um, but it's not compulsory and it's not really offered very well. And so that's a kind of answer to to uh, to Diane's question. And about the fostering, um, that's a new area that Revive is is wanting to get into. Um, Psalm sixty eight talks about uh, God placing the lonely and, and abandoned into families and not into care homes. And, you know, for the past few years, we've taken the, the abandoned children and we have put them into care homes, which is a great, great thing. Um, but it's not really what a child truly needs. A child really needs a family. Um, and, you know, Revive is a brilliant house. We're a brilliant team. We're brilliant people. But we are not a family. We can never replace the kind of love and support that a, a true family can offer. Um, and so God has really challenged us over the past few years about, you know, what is Revive's legacy? Are you just going to want to open up more and more and more care homes? Is that really what a child needs? Or are you going to, you know, work more in family-based care and actually put Psalm 68 into action and place the lonely kids into families? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, just talking really, really practically um, as Revive dreams about how that foster program would look i mean if there are people out there that are listening to this podcast and they are passionate about fostering and adopting and this is something that they would like to partner with us in mm. uh then yeah then then please please get in touch um yeah uh covid last year kind of cut short one of our trips Andy came to the states and mm. we were going to do some traveling together yeah. um, traveling some conferences and unfortunately um that that trip was cut very short um yeah. but one of the ideas about that trip was we were trying to look for churches or organizations that would be willing to kind of partner and mm. help us fund uh, launching launching that foster program so um yeah. we haven't given up on it we're still praying about it but um yeah if through this podcast uh, we get connected with an organization that'd be interested in that, that too and i think also like you know we always try with this podcast too just to remind people that you know this kind of fostering adoption is not something that's just um, unique to Brazil. Um, there are uh, issues with uh, abandoned children and children in the foster system across the world. Yeah. Uh, if you actually start researching the numbers in the UK, and if you start researching the numbers in the US, uh, where a lot of our listeners are based to, you'll be surprised to see the number of, number of kids uh, that are currently in full-time care and the desperate need uh, for loving foster families. So I really encourage people. Uh, yeah. We love your support at Revive. Of course we do. Um, but also want to encourage you to and investigate uh, your own area, where you live too. What, you know, are there, is it something that you're interested in doing? Um, explore and educate yourself. Uh, is it, or do you, uh, can you connect with some foster families in your area? Because foster families always need uh, an extra set of hands. Like Andy says, um, you know, Revive has lots and lots of hands, um, <laughs> but a, a foster family sometimes has one hand. Sometimes those yeah. hands are full. And even yeah. just offering to give someone a car ride or pick up groceries for them or mm. even, you know, even to become a licensed caregiver so that you can give some respite care to parents. Yeah. 
um, those things are well worth well yeah. worth investing to. So yeah, no great uh, uh, yeah great great advice, and um, and revive probably we will be launching this new fostering service within a few months time, uh, God willing. Um, we're waiting for the municipal law to be passed because there's no fostering service at all where we are. So it's very pioneering. And so there's that key word again. Um, but we're also not going to wait on the government. Uh, obviously, the government have a lot of their hands are full with COVID and, and lots of other things. And, and Revive doesn't really need the municipal law to run a fostering service. We can run it our own uh, because uh, fostering is, a fed, is, is, is in federal law. Um, it just means that we can't access municipal funds to, to, help, to help run it. So probably what will happen is Revive will run a pilot fostering um, project uh, to show that it can work and hopefully uh, the government can catch up and, and make it a public policy so that it is yeah. uh, sustainable. Just to be really practical here, Andy, um, just because one of the ways, um, and we haven't talked about this in our, on our podcast at all, we haven't talked about how um, the idea of charity, of charitable giving, of supporting mm -hmm. missionaries and supporting organizations and supporting nonprofits, uh, we haven't kind of talked about a bigger thing, but but just practically, I think one of the things that's important to note is that um, those of us that live in in kind of much more well-off countries or much much well-off opportunities, um, sometimes I guess it's it's interesting to know how effective our contributions can be in places. Mm. So, how much would you know a pilot program cost to to run, just out of interest? Right, you have to have to have, you'll have to help me with the dollar conversion. That's here, fine, James. I can do that. Okay, so a fostering program of fifteen foster families uh, that could obviously house you know fifteen fifteen kids plus you know a team to go with them you know of a psychologist, a social worker, coordinator to provide all of that support that uh, that they need. Um, that would cost. So this is I have to that would cost about twenty five thousand Brazilian reais. Now twenty five thousand reais is currently about three thousand five hundred pounds. Let's say four thousand pounds UK pounds. That would be a month. And then James, you can do the dollar conversion based on three and a half to four thousand pounds per month. Is magically. Uh, $5,600. Right. A month. So there it goes. So it would cost Revive $5,000 a month to run a fostering service. Now, if you compare that to what we currently spend to run a two care homes, which house the same amount of, of children, 15, let's say 15 kids, we are spending about £12,000 a month. So £12,000 in dollars is through the magic of my brain is sixteen thousand dollars right so, so you can see how how much more expensive running yeah. residential care homes are obviously and, and i think it's funny sometimes we get uncomfortable when we talk about we talk about money and the practicalities of things but i think it's also really important to to take into account these things too because because there's there's two things here as we, we talk about this so one is we already know that the healthiest place um, for these girls and these babies to be is to be in a home. It's for them to ultimately be adopted. Um, and then we also want to help as 
as many as we can. And right now, the work of Revive, we're restricted by the size of our house and the size of the staff too. Um, so I think what's exciting about this, that this foster opportunity is that for the same price as running the house, we could help four times as many kids yeah. engage engage with families too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it is really exciting. And and I, I think we'll try and maybe do these bi-weekly, these kind of updates about Revive. Mm. Um, yeah. But hopefully, as we as this year goes and the foster launches, hopefully we mm. can um, start. We you can be the listeners can be kind of part of that process and see yeah. kind of what goes into these things too. Before we wrap up this bonus little episode here, Andy, is there any other news uh, from Revive um, to share? Any any new developments with uh, the four year old girl that was placed mm. with you guys? Or yeah, well, she's been with us um, a week now, and and she's settled in, which is is nice but also not so nice because it obviously shows that she wasn't really cared for very well in her adoptive family if you can suddenly you know you're fine not being with them anymore you know if i can well you know i can imagine if i was taken away from my family when i was four or five you know i'd be in a in a real state but she settled in which kind of you know shows that you know she wasn't really being cared for anyway by her adoptive uh, family uh, we're prosecuting uh, the adoptive family and so uh, we're bringing charges against them um, uh, to uh, to see what will happen there um, and then on a lighter note uh, we have just got a little puppy at revive uh, revive has um, We've adopted as well a, a, a Dalmatian, uh, a, a little a puppy, a Dalmatian puppy, and it's been great. Wow, you know, to to see the kind of the way the atmosphere changes in 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 the home just with a little puppy around. It's the girls have gone crazy for him, and I think I mentioned one of the pods. We currently have a a 15 year old girl who 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 does suffer from a lot of issues, men, mental issues. Um, um, so much so that her development has has really stalled at about four years old, and it's amazing to see how how she comes out of herself just by having a puppy around, and she's laughing and smiling. And I think I put it on my Instagram, uh, a picture of of uh, of, of her. Um, and so anyway, it's great to, to 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 have the dog. And at the moment, people are you know clearing up after him. So long may that excellent. Continue. Excellent. So, so is the next step a puppy for every girl that revives? That the uh... <laughs> <laughs> could that be a, a program we could fund? <laughs> from... <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, no, we'll might have to then, we might have to then have a you know an official puppy cleaner upper. Uh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, Andy. That's awesome. Well, thanks for this update. I hope this is is informative and helpful for people who are following uh, the work of Revive. And, and yeah, if you have any questions uh, you want us to tackle uh, specifically about Revive uh, and, and what happens there, um, then, yeah, feel free to, to email us uh, at thefarshore at uh, reviveinternational.net. Okay, thanks, Andy. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can email us at thefarshore at reviveinternational.net. To learn more about the work of Revive International, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or our website, revive-international.org. Please subscribe to keep track of new episodes. We look forward to you joining us on our next journey being 
called to the far shore. Thank you.